episode of subtitles on or off i'm bailey and i'm jess we're a fan podcast for tv shows and movies and we are just happy to be here happy valentine's day <gasps> happy valentine's day if you're listening to this day of release it is valentine's day. it is valentine's day if you're single if you're mingling if you are happily taking like a whole can of pringles um <laughs> happy valentine's day to you happy love day we're excited to talk about the valentine's day movie yeah. Today. We're just going full predictable. Like we're just going to yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, lean, we're leaning in. We're leaning in. We are committing to the bit. Uh-huh. We are just going right on the nose. Yep. Surface level. There's nothing there's nothing to figure out. We're just we're, it's Valentine's Day. We're doing Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's also giving we didn't put much thought into this episode. And we're like let's just do Valentine's we, Actually, Bailey, I'm going to call you out. That's a lie. That is a lie. We did actually put a lot of thought we into it. We put a lot of thought true. into it. We said, do we do this movie, this movie? We there are romance. There's like iconic romance movies that neither of us have seen or maybe the other one has seen. We were like, do we do this? Do we do that? And we went back and forth. And yeah. then I think we went back and forth too much. And then we were just like, screw it. We're yeah. doing Valentine's Day. We looked at the calendar and we were like, oh, it's getting released on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Let's just do this <laughs> cheesy movie. It's great. Okay. Before we get into that, how's your week? Have you been watching anything fun? Are you still reading Bridgerton? Like what's going on? Oh my God. I forgot about that. I Reading has fallen to the back of the list. I'm not going to lie. Probably because they're not very good. They're okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. We were talking about that last week. They're just not... I will say, though, my For You page is making me want to read Colin and Penelope's book. Um, Are you getting a lot of Bridgerton content? Yes! Oh, I'm not. I mean, just, like, teasers. Yeah. And then, like, girls are posting, like, full screenshots of the pages. And I'm like, I need to read this book. Also, the the thing that's making me take, uh, like, my time is that the book that I'm on is book two, which is Antony's Story, which I've already seen the show. Yeah. So, I feel like... I already know it, so there's nothing making me want to read it. But I do want to read Benedict's, and I want to read Colin and Penelope's. Yeah, yeah. So I just need to, like, fight through this one because I already know the story, essentially. Yeah. But the first one was also different from the show, so I'm like, okay, there's a little something-something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I did start the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon. Okay, how is it? It's really good. I haven't started it yet. Okay, it's really good. Um, I'm only on episode three. Okay. And I really like it. It's very different from the movie. Yeah. Um, just like the whole premise of it. Essentially, like they both know that the other person is a spy and they like signed up for this mission together. Not together, but like they they both volunteered and then were assigned to be married. Okay. Yeah. They're like undercover yeah. as a married couple. Yeah. And they kind of talk about it. They're like, oh, well, couples are kind of more likely to blend into the background. Nobody's really going to take notice of like a random girl by herself or like a random guy by himself is like more intimidating than a guy that's married, things like that. Um, It was really funny though, because in the first episode they're doing like kind of their intake form, but it's with this robot and the robot says like to the girl, Jane Smith. So they do have the same names. (laughs) He says to Jane, like, Oh, would you consider yourself like organized or whatever? And she's like, you know, some people would call it type A, but I just think I'm efficient. You. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, me? <laughs> I was like, yes, Jane. <laughs> That's so funny. But um, there is a little hint of, I think it's in the trailer as well. There's a little hint of like, what am I trying to say? What's the word? Um, Ominous? Ominous? I don't know. There's a little hint of like something suspicious. Right. Something sus is going on here. Yeah. And you're not sure like does, like is 
John, the husband, like Donald Glover, like, is he like kind of keeping tabs on her or vice versa? Like she's kind of weird and like says weird stuff to like keep him on his toes. But they don't trust each other at no. all. Interesting. Really interesting. Just kind of not what you want if you're going to be partners in a. Well, they don't know each other. Yeah. Their first day they were like, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, okay. We're married. Huh. Yeah. It's really interesting. Whereas in the original Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yes, they were both spies and they were both undercover and they were both assigned to watch the other person, but it took a while. Like the other person didn't really know that. Yeah. So for all they knew, they were in, in love. love. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really different. Interesting. I also did my nails this week and you know that when I do my nails, I have to watch something that I've already seen before. Ooh, what was it? Sometimes I try to not watch something that I've not seen before, but like. I can't do it. So it's I, ha- hard, yeah. I have to rewatch. It took me a minute to decide this week. It's really hard. Sometimes it's a rom-com. Sometimes it's whatever. I really couldn't decide. I started something. I forget what it was. And then I, I had to turn it off and I was like, okay, I need to watch something else. Tell me why I go to Disney plus and you know that pretty much everything on Disney plus I've seen before. So I'm like, that's fine. It could be Avengers. It could be princess diaries. No. What was it this week? It was national treasure. <laughs> oh fuck. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes and let me tell you i had a great time yes i was like i'm finishing all the lines but it's been a while so i was trying to figure out like was that the first one or was that the second one like i was trying to put it together what do you mean well like there were scenes playing in my head and i was like is that i was trying to play the first movie out before i like while i was watching it first one is so good the first one is so good strange man with the blue goatee (laughs) look stairs Wait, am I about to tell you guys something that you don't know? <laughs> Is this how you feel all the, all time? the time? Let me just bask in this moment right now. I love Riley. Look, I that okay. I have been ha- I've been having an itch to watch National Treasure. You recently, need to watch it, and so that that full send it for me. Especially, I love that for you, especially because now that I'm an adult, the way that like this never got to me before, and it got to me in this when I watched it this week is because like I always knew that Ben Gates and oh god, I forget her name whatever Diane Kruger um yeah Charlotte yeah yes um I just yeah. watched it I should know anyways so like I always knew that they had chemistry but then this watch I was like oh the eye contact and then at the very end they're like walking into the cave they just had a near-death experience and he's like he's like showing everybody through the cave with the torch and then she goes to pass and he goes come here and just kisses her and I was like oh no it's just good <laughs> it's good uh Honestly, that movie is so good. Both of them. Like, National yeah. Treasure is so good. The fact that Helen Mirren <laughs> is in the second one. <laughs> Shit holds up. Like So good. I love that. There's nothing else to say, but it's so good. Absolutely. I saw, that reminds me, I saw a TikTok recently of someone being like, I think it was the trend where it's like, everything's fine and then I say I go ahead and say something stupid like have you seen that and people like say like yeah random shit one person said um I'm gonna steal a declaration of independence <laughs> or something it's iconic it really is I, I'm so glad I watched it I feel like next nail day I'll have to watch the second one yeah okay and then the last thing that I watched did you watch I did <laughs> let's talk about it I'm at elementary season three actually I have such a funny story about this tell me actually it's not funny it's traumatizing <gasps> oh my god that's so dramatic of me. Okay. If you do not live in Los Angeles, you do not are not aware of the fact that it's been raining for like four or five days Forever. in a row. So long, constantly. 
And therefore, we've been having flash flood national warnings all the time. On the daily. I got power surges. I got flooding in my street. Yes. So I have YouTube TV and I record television shows. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to watch it the night, like Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that shit came out. I go on to turn this on and I'm like so excited. I've got like my drink ready. Like I'm sitting on the couch. My roommates are where like Abbott Elementary is back. Like I'm going to sit and watch this episode. And I sit and I'm watching it. And... I get about the you know a couple minutes in and it's the scene where Ava is having the they're in the auditorium it's like the um development day yeah they're having yeah. that whole speech it's like the five months what like previously yes, five yes, months yes. ago whatever and we're starting there and they like Melissa says the joke of like you're not gonna say anything about how Gregory is f o i m fine <laughs> or whatever and then. It goes, uh, uh, <gasps> National Weather Service for like 20 minutes, bro. Oh, That's dramatic, no. but forever. <laughs> for like to the too point. Long. Too long to the point where like I don't want to finish this episode because I just missed everything that happened in this scene. And they're still playing the show while this National Weather oh, Service no. thing is going across the fucking page. I <laughs> Read the room. Was livid. Mood ruiner. It was livid. So I was like, I was like, I'm not. I can't. So I stopped. I moved on, and then I decided to watch it on Hulu the next day. Yes, yes, yes. But that was a long-winded way of saying, yes, I did watch it, but I was so mad because I did not watch it Wednesday night. I also watched it on Hulu the next day because I had plans on Wednesday night, mm. and the friends that I was making plans with, um, they were like, does this day work? Does this day work? Or whatever. And finally, we like got a day that worked for everybody, so one of the girls just like sent the reservation. And I texted back and I was like, I went to check my calendar to see, to j- just double confirm that I was available that night. I do have a conflicting event. It is the Abbott Elementary season three, three premiere. <laughs> like it was in my calendar because the amount of times I was Googling, when does Abbott Elementary come back? Yeah. I just needed to put it in. Okay. So episode one, what did you think? Well, it, it was like a, it was a two part, right? Yeah. It was like a whole hour. Yeah. Love that. Um, what did I think? I think I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was funny. Really interesting, the storyline they're going with of Janine working for the school district. Very different. I'm a little bit nervous because I feel like it's very... For for season three, I feel like it's very early in a show to be doing, like, this much difference. Yeah. Like, it makes me nervous. Also... The district peeps are not what I was expecting. I did see the press release. I think you sent it to me where they were talking about. Oh, are like, these the new cast members? They yes. Announced? Oh, I didn't. I didn't clock that. Yes. So that's. The, I don't like that. Literally, and so the new like district guy, the name guy. He's his name is Manny, and he's he's played by Josh Sagata, and he, which I just rolled my R's, and it sounds like it's a D, but it's Sagara, so it's Sagata. Okay, do you recognize this guy? Yeah, don't you? Yeah. From Arrow? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this is he's a bad guy. I don't trust him. Because well, he was a piece of shit in Arrow. I was, he was like, I don't trust him. He was a piece of shit. But what is his voice in this show? This is different. This yeah. is weird. Well, it, but then again, I think he leaned in maybe a little hard in Arrow, and his voice was very like deep in Arrow, if That's I can remember. That's fine. But like, his voice in this, th- he's doing something very intentional with the cadence. Like yeah. He's kind of a weirdo. He's giving like... I don't trust him. Like his the way like he his cadence, like you said. That's, yeah, he's it's weird. giving like he says. Yeah. And I'm like, what are your intentions? Mm-hmm. And also the weird thing is I'm literally looking at IMDB right now and it's very possible that these characters just aren't fleshed out yet. But I just think it's really weird that him and the other two district people don't have last names. <laughs> like the characters? Yeah. Yeah. Sus. Hmm. And then so 
there's Emily, who's played by Kimia Bepornia, and then Benjamin Norris plays Simon, who he like barely spoke in the first one or two episodes, but he's from Never Have I Ever. Oh, uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, they're like known actors, but it is a really weird storyline. I don't like the animosity between Janine and Gregory. I don't like it at all. Okay, here's what I thought they were gonna do when we start when we got the Oh, I work for the district now. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were going to try and tease us the whole episode that they're not getting along. They're not friends. When in reality, I thought they were decided totally to together send the relationship, the yes. but decided to keep a front in front of everyone to see if it worked out because they don't work together now. Yes. That's what I thought we were leading yes, to. Yes, me too. And we that did not happen. And I said, Quinta Brunson, do I need to be in your writer's room? Like, let me tell you how to write a TV show. <laughs> What are you doing? (laughs) Also, the way that they confess their feelings for each other last season, and then he says, I moved on. Bitch. Where? When? What? How? And then he, in the same sentence, he's like, I really missed you. Boy, I'm going to slap him. Like, I wanted to slap him. Like, are you serious? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, like, the way, God, I get that he was shut down. Like, he opened up, and she shut him down. That's hard. But then she made a big move by saying, I still have feelings for you right. and I want to explore this. Well, yeah. And in her defense, like he just, I think, got butt hurt. Like, That's what I'm saying. But she fully said, I also have feelings for you. Like yeah. she wasn't like she didn't shut him down in the sense of like, I don't like you like that. Yeah. She just was like, I also have these feelings, but like I'm scared and I don't think it's a good idea to pursue them. Yeah. Which she even said when he was like, oh, I moved on. And she's like, well, I mean, I did say to you that like, just not right now. Yeah. She was like, I didn't say never. And also I, well, and maybe it's just because we have like the women's perspective, whatever. Yeah. But I think it's totally valid because she had never been with anybody else. And she, she knows that this Gregory thing is like big. Yeah. And it like a connection like that is, you know, rare. This is like end game for her. Like, yeah. This is the end game and she's scared. And that's a lot to jump into. And so like, I don't know, I get it, but also he's like, was dating that girl and that means nothing so she's probably looking at it and she's like this could be like a serious thing but I'm not ready to like jump into that right now and so she just like needed to put it on pause yeah also I loved capital L loved that he said oh I thought you took the job because of that conversation she was like I took the job because I wanted to. Yeah. I'm just like, bitch, this has nothing to do with yeah. you. Why don't you sit your ass down, Gregory? Honestly, like, you're they, not all that in a bag of chips, my guy. It's like, probably as weird as it is because they haven't been talking. I feel like if they still work together, then, like, they would have found a way past the awkwardness. Yeah. I just can't that he was like, oh, I thought you took the job to get away from me. It's like, pl- she's a grown woman. Let, yeah. Let's not act like we're in elementary school, please. I know, but also, like, that... <laughs> good, good one. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Also, that lunch or whatever where they were like, I'm really going to miss you. I was like. (laughs) I know. Like, I. Yeah. God, I'm like so deep in it with them. It's not even funny. I did love. Okay, so moving on from uh, Gregory and Janine. I loved the um, storytelling of. Well, just in general of this show, like with the camera crew. But I love the leaning in of them like getting robbed and all this stuff and like it went full on throughout like Ava was showing us the security camera footage of that whole scene yeah. and 
how like in that scene janine and gregory were talking they're like yeah i hope the camera crew made it home okay and they're like i'm sure they did like it's not like they got robbed yeah and then ava starts laughing she's like yeah <laughs> it's like it was just so clever it was genius it's so good everything about this show is so clever i think that's such a great word because it's so funny the way that she's like i went to harvard y'all and she was just like at harvard and then she shows her grand canyon university <laughs> I can't. The, another great joke in this. She got her degree on educationconnection.com. Like, <laughs> if you know, you know. Like, that is so. Those funny. commercials were everywhere. It's so Get funny. connected for oh, free with Education Connection. <laughs> okay, this joke was in the trailer, but I still laughed out loud when Janine was like, "I ate that. I consumed it." <laughs> like she's. See, I loved the joke that was in the trailer that was, put your arms down, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen Black. Black. <laughs> Iconic. Which, again, is a callback to, like, when Barbara got all the celebrity names wrong. Yep. Oh, my God. And then I was not really expecting the whole Melissa um, storyline of proposal. him trying to propose. Yeah, that was kind of sad. I'm glad she stuck to her guns, though. She was like, I don't want to get married. I know. But, oh, my God, he loved her so much. I he was know. so obsessed with her. I know. Which, oh, and like, Jason Kelsey made an appearance. Okay, let's talk about it. Jalen Hurts came on the screen, yeah. and I was not ready. And yeah. he said, hey, little girl, look at you all dressed up for career day. <laughs> she said, ha-ha, funny. <laughs> like, Janine has grown on me. She's fucking funny. She's so funny. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, we all know that Quinta Brunson is – she. she's a little one. Mm-hmm. Um, We love her for it. But – there was a scene where she was like in her classroom with the kids. She was not much taller than them. Like, no, she's small. Yeah, she's cute. I love her. Um, and then yeah, Jason Kelsey and like Jason Kelsey, the Eagles. The Eagles. Which again, like great reference because Melissa is always talking about the Eagles. Yep. So good. Um, and I loved. And I also love that we wrapped this up quick with the Ava storyline of how she became this good principal and they were they hated it and, and then they knocked it out with this they got that shit out of there and i love that i think gregory said it at lunch with janine and um jacob and he said who knew the only thing worse than ava is a bad principal is ava's a good principal and i was yeah. like it's so true because i i've been thinking that too i'm like she needs to like be, be a good principal and then when she started being a good principal i was like oh i don't like that let's not and because she like took away their lunches and everything at least before they got to get away with yeah. stuff but i loved that they essentially were kind of giving the audience like like as a viewer i was like i just wish she was a good principal uh-huh and I feel like a lot of people might think that. Yeah. And they were like, well, let me show you what it would be like if she was. Okay, yeah, you don't like that. Neither do we. Let's not do it. So I like that they kind of introduced that and wrapped it up real quick. And um, now she's back to the Ava we know and love. Yeah. Who doesn't care and, and live streams on, on Instagram. God, she's so funny. She's so funny. I loved her Harvard Ava. Yes. <laughs> she bedazzled the AVA. I can't. And Is then... It- she was like, oh, all it takes is like, I forget what song it was, by the City Girls. And then Barbara was like, by the Town Sisters. <laughs> yeah. She was like, pull up Napster. And they're like, Spotify. <laughs> God, it's so uh, funny. So it's good. so good. I'm so glad you're so into it. Yeah, like, I love it. This is so much fun. Yeah, so I will be tuning in every week. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be a good season. I'm really interested to see where this district thing goes. but I am too, especially because like her her classmate or like her students or whatever and like that whole storyline like it's all different now and then she's like coming in like 
trying to have district ideas and Mm -hmm. which is great. Like we love Janine, of course, but I do feel like at some point she's going to be the person that's enforcing district rules and all the other teachers are going to hate her even more than they already do. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it should be a good season. I'm excited. Did you watch anything else? I did a couple things. We'll kind of breeze through these real quick. Um, I watched a little rom-com on Netflix. We love a rom-com. Uh, called plus one okay i've heard so many things about this and also you know that that girl is the girl that's in yeah. Mr. Ma- yeah maya er what's her name Erskine? maya erskine erskine yeah something like yeah. that she's great yeah yeah yes she's in mr miss smith i did know that i've heard so many things about this movie what did you think okay surprisingly really enjoyed it really yeah i did i like i had heard of it i've seen it trickling around over the years it came out in 2019 mm-hmm. i believe so i've seen it trickling around it's giving indie rom-com so like go in with expectations of it's not a big hoopla okay thing um also it's starring jack quaid the epitome of nepo baby (laughs) but we love him for it it's fine i'm sorry did you ever watch the boys no okay but i know he he yeah yeah, yeah. what else was he was in something else recently that i was like forgot oh scream he was in scream oh right he was yeah the boyfriend anyway it's um it was really cute like what I liked about it is because it was this, like, low-budget indie rom-com, it was low-key kind of realistic. Like, Ooh. it was giving – because they they're college best friends, and they're invited to all of these weddings over a summer. And they just decided to have a pact of let's just be each other's plus one at all these weddings to help survive. And I'll be your wing woman. I'll be your wing man. Hell yeah. To hook up with other people. A vibe. Obviously, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> but – it really did give such a realistic viewpoint of best friends from college, especially like a boy girl like friendship, and then it like crossing over. And for a minute, I was like a little concerned. They were like too like bro, like they were too in the beginning, uh-huh. and I was like, I I need to feel more chemistry. And then, but they slowly got there, and Ooh. I was so impressed with how they did it, and that when they did start getting together their relationship didn't really change, which I love. Like, I love a relationship that, like, they're going to roast. They're still going to make fun of you. Like, they're going to, like, bug the shit out of you all the time. They're still your best friend. And it was just – it was so fun. And um, surprisingly, surprisingly, really good. Like, I actually enjoyed it. It's I not, that. Yeah. It's not making me, like – like, as far as rom-com goes, it, I don't think it's, like, my personal favorite or, like, up there. Mm-hmm. But, like – it was good, mm-hmm. better than I had thought it would be. I've heard good things, and I've heard people like it, and I've also had this person that I used to be friends with be like, this is literally, like, my relationship. See, realistic. Yeah. Like, it's so, like... And honestly, I never watched it. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, the comedy also is, is funny. It's funny, okay. It's funny, but it's, it's very character comedy. Like, she's so funny, like, this person. So, yeah, it was a good time. But it recently got added to Netflix, so I suggest oh. checking it out. It, okay. it, was, it was a good time. And then I'm... Here, look, I'm watching something. So, I was actually watching this last week, and I just forgot to mention it. But I started, for some reason, because TikTok got me to do it. Mm-hmm. I started watching The Good Doctor, Oh. Have you ever seen? I haven't, but I've seen a lot of clips on my TikTok. Yes, I've seen so many clips and I was like, let me da- let me dabble. Mm-hmm. 
So I started, I mean, I love like a drama, like Mm -hmm. a medical drama. I've never really fully sat and watched one other than Grey's Anatomy because I'm I'm so biased with Grey's Anatomy. If they do it any different, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. They're all horrible. Yeah. In comparison. But it has been fun watching this one to see the differences and how they're going to run a hospital or whatever, especially with Sean Murphy being an autistic doctor. It's such a whole new thing like it's so it's so fun it's good um and i'm really enjoying it i'm in season three like i said i, oh. I did start watching it last week and okay. i just i forgot to mention it right. but yeah i'm like binging this shit and i'm really in, enjoying it and i mean there's six seasons out and season seven is about to air and i think it's their last season but i see why it's been on for so long it, it's a good uh, like network drama mm-hmm. you know yeah i've heard really good things and like the scenes that i've seen look really cool yeah 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 it's it's good i don't even know what other medical dramas are out right now other than um chicago med which i refuse to watch because i tried when it first came out because i was really into pd and fire yeah which as far as chicago pd and chicago fire go i almost want to like rewatch them i don't even know how you would do that like side by side because they're so good and there's so much crossover like it's better than like, obviously, Grey's and Station 19 alone are really good. For sure. But the crossover is better in the Chicago world. And then they started med, like, years after PD and Fire had been on. And they started med. And, yeah, it's cool because, like, the fire cases, like, go to the go hospital, hospital yeah. and whatever. But the the med episodes, the Chicago med, like, itself, like, it's, it's not good. Yeah. That checks out. Well, especially if it's so embedded in, crosso- in a crossover series, if you don't have that to to fully send it. it if it can't survive on its own it's like that's not yeah good. yeah but um so yeah the good doctor like i was saying like i just don't know what else is out right now but i think i think it's over now but the resident was on for a while right. with matthew zuckery from from gilmore, gilmore girls. girls um also i mean general hospital and well yeah, yeah didn't yeah. realize for sure but yeah as far as medical dramas go i i think that if you're gonna do it you have to have like a unique aspect to it because yeah. Grey's Anatomy is so like trendset like it is the medical yeah. drama other than well ER probably I think Grey's Anatomy right but right now Grey's Anatomy and you have to have something different you can't just offer someone another medical drama so I think the good doctor does a really good job at bringing in this such a unique character yeah it's very interesting and to see how he grows as a person like Mm -hmm. it's just he's so different from like season one not in the sense of like you can't obviously become less autistic like he still is autistic but he like has just learned so much as a doctor and like friendships and like falling in love and i'm just like "Ah, i love it i'm so into it so that's been really fun yeah i've seen scenes of his fellow doctors with somebody being like you need to work on your bedside manner yeah (laughs) and like to see people around him not like tiptoe a lot of times they would like Mm. kind of tiptoe or try to like guard him or whatever and to see the growth of their relationship too of like recently one of the doctors who is in his resident class he sean just kept like talking and interrupting and just like over and she was like first of all stop stop talking over me stop Mm. interrupting me and just listen and he was like <laughs> and I was like, yes, like like he's he's still a person, he's still your colleague. It's like tell him to shut up. It's yeah. like Bruh. Yeah, so cool. That's oh, fun. Are you gonna keep watching? Yeah. Cool. I I'm I'm pretty hooked, so and I, I like really wanna like catch up because like I wanna watch the final season. Uh-huh. So 
Yeah, but hopefully, like, I don't catch up too soon because I don't really want to wait weekly. I, like, I really like binging it. It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah. okay, let's just, like – and they're good at – I'm still early on in this show, so, like, you know, like, each episode, each season finale is pretty good. Yeah, because it keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice. So, yeah. But that is it for me. And then, Sweet. obviously, Veronica, Veronica Morris. Okay, <gasps> season two, episode 20. What a good episode. Yes. Yes. Not going to lie. We've kind of been hating on the show recently. We have been. This was a good episode, though. This was a good episode. <laughs> this was a good episode. Okay. Episode opens. Veronica has chlamydia. <laughs> okay. Jump scare. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> hey, look, I I get that chlamydia can go without symptoms, without knowing, without suspect. Sure. It's been a long time since Duncan left. Also, what's the point? Yeah. I think it was just to bring up, like, I don't know, like, because she went to ask Logan, like, if he'd been with anybody else. Maybe just start that conversation just to get the prom invite. Like, is I that can't what we're imagine. reaching for? I think maybe it was to bring up the fact that, like, yeah, I don't know, just, like, everything that happened with Duncan. And then also at prom, it was that girl that drugged Veronica's drink at the original party. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like weird little references. Yeah. It honestly, it, it was weird. I need someone in that writer's room being like, okay, but why? Like <laughs> when someone suggests something and they decide to run with it, I need someone in there questioning why. Yeah. What are we getting at? The The other thing that I was picking up on is it felt like the writers maybe like this episode felt like the Wallace and Jackie of it all with Logan at the very end, which we'll talk about later, um, with Logan at the very end, shirtless, Kendall around his waist, and then like the chlamydia thing. I feel like this episode was like, ratings aren't high enough. This show isn't steamy enough. We need to remind everybody that like these high schoolers have steamy sex and this is like a sexy little show that everybody wants to watch. That's so true. This was a very sex forward episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When like the the last episodes have not been like that. Not since Logan was hooking up with Kendall before. True. Even like when Veronica was with Duncan, it wasn't really like that. It wasn't sexy because it was weird. Yeah. And like if you compare it to other shows on at the time, one Tree Hill, OC, like everything was very sexy. Yeah. And this episode was like so random. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Now that you say that, you mentioned Duncan, it makes me think we never really got a Veronica Duncan like even make out, really. Yeah, they had sex. Well, yeah, but like we saw maybe like the after, like in bed. Yeah. But like we didn't get, we don't really, we didn't really, we never really got like a steamy makeout. Because they didn't have chemistry. They shouldn't right. have been together. I'm like, meanwhile, on this one, we got a flashback of Logan and Veronica in a car, and like, Ugh. I'm over here fanning myself. I'm just like, Logan yes. and Veronica make eye contact, and I'm more excited than any scene with Duncan. <sighs> Look, Logan had turned on the Riz this episode. <laughs> like, excuse yeah. me, Mr. Eccles. Like, hello. I, I cannot. Let's talk about it. I, uh, first of all, even just at the locker, like I'm talking like the locker when he like made that, that joke of like, oh, we had like a petite blonde who smelt of promises or whatever. And she was like, promises is my perfume scent. And he just made those eyes at her. And I, I was know. like, <laughs> you guys were both leaning into the same joke. Like I was going to say, I was surprised that she leaned in that far. Right. She usually doesn't give him an inch. Yeah. It just, and yeah, the invite to prom and just him looking at her. I'm, I was hooked there. And then they just kept feeding us. Like, 
it was great. It was so good. But then he was like a little too drunk at the, what do they call it? The alter, alterna prom? Yeah, alter prom. <laughs> Which is like, what high school is really going to full on cancel prom? That's a bit dramatic. Especially yeah. a senior class who just lost like like a lot of people in a tragic accident. Yeah. You're really going to like take away their prom where they could like be happy? Like uh, that just seemed dramatic and crazy. So ridiculous. But yeah, he was, what did he say? He was like, our relationship was epic. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it was epic. Like expanding, like bloodshed, expanding continents, all like just, just iconic essentially. I know. And she was like, gobsmacked she was like yeah yeah i mean so was i i was like and then he kept leaning closer and i was like he kept scooting in and she kept doing which i've done i've i've been there veronica the like not looking at them as they scoot closer you're like okay okay (laughs) and then i was just i was like wait like lean in like just full send this and then she ran away oh she ran away that made me so sad I i do get that they have to like drag it out for the finale so we're getting like little inklings however i feel like i knew this was going to happen like him hooking up with another girl but it did make me upset still like she could have ran away and not had a kiss that night but the fact that he went and slept with somebody else specifically kendall fucking casablancas like just feels so icky it does that's incredibly upsetting i honestly was shocked i didn't really think much into it that he would hook up with someone else or I guess not that. I guess I didn't give it too much of a thought. I more so wasn't expecting Veronica to go to his place the next morning. Like, Oh, I wasn't either. So when that happened, I was like, oh. And then she was talking to him. And it did, like, I was a little surprised that he didn't remember. I didn't really, like, clock that he was that drunk, you know? And so whenever he was looking like, I have no idea what you're talking about, then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then I was like, okay and then everything afterwards made so much sense when kendall walked out and all that and i was like oh my baby veronica and she was so sad she started crying she started crying and he saw and he like tried to run after her and she was like stop and then like the the awkward elevator like she was just like looking away and like full-on sobbing and he was just like i don't know what to do yeah that was bad but i'm what i will say is like if anything, as sad as it was, this gave us full confirmation they will be together by the finale. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, it. yeah. They were like, here's the little speed bump, but, like, yeah. we're, we're on the road. Like, we hear you. We see you. We will give you what you want. Okay, but here's my issue. As we go into the finale and with predictions and everything, are we going to get a little reunion, a little kiss, a little happy ending season two finale? And then is season three going to start back in the fall and we're going to have to deal with summer flashbacks Hmm. and not actually get them together anymore? Do you know what I mean? I don't think they'd do it again. Maybe not again, but I'm just like, are they going to go to the same college? Like there's no, there's so many obstacles. Yeah. I, I definitely think they'll be together. I don't know about the college answer. I don't know any of that. I just can't imagine they would like, at this point, we've never had an episode of them really dating. No. Ever. Literally ever. And so they have to give us at least a couple. <laughs> the, I feel like the only time was like when he was, what was he, on trial for murder? Or even like the night of the bridge? And yeah. she, she, he like went to her place and he she was like, I like, don't know, comforting him. Right. Or he was like in her lap or whatever. But then like literally that night is when she broke up with him. Yeah. <laughs> But even all of that was told through flashbacks. 
Like it wasn't even oh, was like a the flashback. episode. Right. Oh, you're right. Okay. Because that was when we got the reveal that like present day was like, oh, your boyfriend's over at the table. And then you turn and look and it's Duncan. But all the flashbacks oh, were, right. were showing us that she was dating Logan. So yeah. So I think that we're going to get the typical season three couple gets together. And we're going to get mm. them together. There'll be like speed bumps and everything, but we've never actually had them in a relationship. So I think like this is the time they're going to give it to us, especially because season three is when it got like canceled. So at the end of three and then like, oh, yeah, the movie and then like the four. Okay, I bet you if okay, I wonder if they knew it was going to get canceled, because if they did, then they would have written it in the way of like beginning of season three. they're, They're together. Probably an issue middle of season three and then end of season three they let them end up together right i don't think they knew that they were getting canceled damn it so i think that like because if i know anything about veronica mars i know that the fans are not happy (laughs) about Mm. anything that ever happened because like it got canceled then the movie and then like season four happened like 10 years later and i just i don't know i don't know all right, well, we'll make our way through season three, and then we'll figure out what happens after that. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we didn't... I guess I, I never... Is Gia's dad the mayor? Yes. Is he the mayor, or was he the one running for mayor? Oh, maybe running for mayor. I forget if he's the mayor or whatever he is, but he's the guy that wanted to, like, make Neptune, or, like, a part of Neptune, like, a city or something because right now it's like a weird town yeah like the vote thing that yeah talking about. i think he is the mayor yes he's the mayor because um remember logan went to intern yeah at his office yep. yeah so that's yep. him yep. and then so he, was he the one with the hooker in the beginning yeah i'm sorry that's not a pc term i know yeah that's what's okay i'm with you <laughs> it's just from the show okay <laughs> yeah that's kind of all we got but we haven't gotten anything about the bus crash but i'm only assuming this mayor deal the the uh janitor kendall like the hard drive everything i think is leading to this i think it's all gonna like puzzle together eventually but as far as the bus crash specifically we didn't get any info except that the photo the sketch artist logan said looked like the guy who was the cellmate to his dad and the sketch artist the sketch was of the guy that's stalking gia or no um where was that oh, from? What was that from? Oh, yeah, I got so a little many. confused on this episode. I, I agree. I think that everything's going to come together in a puzzle piece because even like Jackie's dad, Terrence Cook, like he was framed for like being connected with the bus crash. And there was some information about him this episode with like him rigging the games. Right. And then the mayor is shady. And so, yeah, I think it, it is all going to come together. I don't really know how. I don't think the janitor has anything to do with it i think that was just a weird little way to get us back into gia and the fact that her dad is the mayor and like yeah well he was kind of leaning in to keith and was saying that like oh you like you don't know what he did or something as the mayor yeah like the janitor was saying he has something on the mayor and that's why he was kind of tormenting him before the vote thing right um, and then the sheriff came in and disrupted all of that. Right. So I don't know. So clearly it's something has to do with the mayor. Something has to do with Aaron Eccles. Yeah. The Fitzpatrick's Kendall, like Damn. the Casablanca's, that they're all involved. 
in the bus crash situation. I mean, yeah. I mean, we keep saying we're going to find out eventually, but we only have two episodes left, so it's going to have to happen soon. Yep. Two episodes left? Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Okay. (laughs) Let's get into today's episode, but first... Please like, rate, and review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, all of that helps us keep putting out content, and we would just love to hear from you. And you know, share with your friends too. Like, if you have people that like the movie that we're talking about that week, or just think that we're a good time, because we think we're a good time. I'm gonna be so real with you. If it were me, I would give us a five star. <laughs> and then also on Spotify, we have a question and a poll just to engage you every week and see how you like the content that we're putting out. Yes, and we are on Instagram and TikTok at Subtitles On or Off Podcast, and we're on X at SOO Podcast. Find us over there. Okay, today we're talking about Valentine's Day, like we said at the top, um, released in 2010, and quite the cast. Do you remember when this movie came out? I was shocked at the amount of people that that were in it. Yeah. Should I just do a little little run through? Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to do names because I'm going to be so real with you. I was watching this movie this week and I was like, I don't know anybody's name. No, I refer to every storyline by the actor. So just do the actors. Julia Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, Kathy Bates, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Patrick Dempsey, Hector Elizondo, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace. We're still going here. Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, and Taylor Swift. Yep. George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts. Oh my goodness, I could keep going. Um, Those are the the big ones, I think. The big ones. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I will say that are not household names, but I had a great recognition for the entire cast of The Princess Diaries. Thank you so much. So many of them. I know. Paolo, Charlotte, the twins from the second one, and then of course Hector. Yeah, which... Gary Marshall. Yeah, Gary, I was like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's Gary Marshall, right? Because he did Princess. Uh, yeah, girl. Yeah. I start. I press play on this movie, and literally, this is how my notes are. I'm gonna read you verbatim. I said, "Okay, yes, Gary, Gary Marshall." Okay, can I just tell you, I forgot. Like, that I he did this. Movie? Yes, I did too. That's I, what I'm saying. I saw it on the title screen. Yeah, I saw. It. I was like a Gary Marshall film. I said, "Yep, sure is. Sure is. <laughs> sure." Checked is. out. I was like, "This is the only reason all these actors did this movie." <laughs> <laughs> literally. Well, and also just like imagine like with so many storylines, I'm sure the actors only worked for like a couple weeks. Yeah, 100%. Like that's a quick in and out. Yeah. Big Um, paycheck, big budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're they're fine. Dude, how did they get this many people? It's crazy. Okay, so yes, my notes go, okay, yes, Gary Marshall. And then I go, LA. I forgot that this movie was set in LA and I don't think that I've watched it since I moved here. Me neither. I don't think I've watched it since 2010, honestly. Uh, I, I have rewatched it a few times. I mean, I'm sure I probably have too. That's but he was like but... in the LA Flower Mart and I was like, oh, I've been there. Yeah. Literally every, yeah, every scene that happened, I was like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were watching him. We were like, oh, is that Marina? That is Marina. Like, <laughs> we were like, okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. They're in Marina Del Rey. Got it. Little Century City in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you... You've rewatched this, what, only a few times? Like, what are your vibes with this movie? How many times have I rewatched this? I've maybe rewatched this, or let me phrase it this way. I've probably only seen this two, maybe three times. Wow. Yeah. I've definitely seen it more than that. Really? More than three? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's okay. a good time. Okay. And, like, if it was on TV, like, I'm turning that on. Yeah. Um, It's cute. It's fun. Yeah. I think, like, I was kind of harsh on it last week, and I was like, really? We're going to do this movie. 
I know. And then I turned it on and I was like, oh, I'm having a great time. Yeah, it was fun. I I had fun, but what I will say watching it, I don't know if I was just looking at it through a different eye, but I was seeing everything that could be improved. Mm. Like writing-wise, like storyline? Yeah. Mm. And like casting. O- only not not casting. I did like the cast. Um but the my one irk which we I, I watched it with Fallon, our editor, and I we were sitting there, and like the one gay storyline wasn't even gay actors. Yeah, and honestly, wasn't even a gay storyline. Like no. it was, I hate I hated it. it yeah. The movie wasn't gay enough, and I'm like, <laughs> it's 2010. Like it could have been, they could have leaned in a bit more, a little bit. But like to have just a head stroke between Eric Dane and Bradley Cooper, I was like, this is bad. Yeah, this is I don't like this. So I was just looking at it through the glass eye of like, or just like. If they made it today, we could have so many, so much diversity, mm-hmm. so much like queer love stories and heterosexual love stories and just like a single like friend group. Like it, it could like be so much. Yeah. That's not to say I didn't have a good time. I did still have a good time. But I think I was just looking through it with that and like the opportunity and I was like, man, I, I want them to like redo this movie. That's actually a solid point, and I think that they could. I think they could easily. Um, like, I think that they did have a wide range of like different types of relationships, especially like Julia Roberts coming home for her son. Her son yep. And the thing that I noticed, yes, I agree. Two thousand ten. Well, two thousand ten. Like, there weren't a lot of gay love stories being told in general. Right. So I do agree with you on that. But the thing that they really, what I resonated with was the age range. Yeah, that we was got nice. this little eight-year-old boy in love with his teacher, and his classmate is in love with him. Mm-hmm. We have these high schoolers making love for the first time, or maybe not. And does that feel right? And then we have like these people that have been together for fifty years. Like yeah. it was beautiful. Um, and I will say, I think I was picking it apart this watch because I, I haven't seen it in a while. But yeah. before, like you know, a while, whatever that may be. I have seen it quite a few times, like I said. So I, I knew it very well, but I was like, oh, like, I feel like it hit better when I was younger. (laughs) hundred percent. It definitely did. Like there were things, I remember when we were discussing potentially doing this movie. And I remember I mentioned one of my favorite storylines in it was Jennifer Garner and Ashton Kutcher's. That was the only one I really fully remembered. And then this watch, I was watching it and I was like, feels forced. I was like, oh yeah, 100%. I was like, this friends to lovers feels forced. There was no flirty, like in the beginning, there was nothing giving like y'all should fall in love, and then they no. just like kissed. What I did like that they did was the first kiss, and they're like, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> so that was that was fun, but but then it was kind of fun when they were flirting and they like figured out how to flirt with each other. They were like, well, like we could practice. Yeah, I was like, oh. It definitely got better, and it was cute, and they're such good actors, both of them, that I did buy it. Mm-hmm. But as far as the trope of friends to lovers, I wish we got a bit more, but that's probably asking too much in a storyline, in a movie with so many storylines and so much, like, screen time. Like, there yeah. was no time to build that. Yeah, you can't build it. So. Um, I love that you touched on their acting because I, this movie, like, I forgot how much I do like Ashton Kutcher as an actor. Um, when he made his little monologue and he was like, because everybody and their mother had this gut feeling and didn't tell me. I choked up. Yeah. I was with him in that moment. I was like, fuck. I was sitting there and I've 
personally never been in that really that situation, but like I was feeling for him that if I ever am, like you gotta I, tell that person. Yes. Yeah. Like I would want someone to tell me, and therefore, like as hard as it is, like you should be the person to tell that person. Be like, I don't think they're it for you. Because he really did say, like, everyone felt this way and no one thought to tell me. Which is, like, so hard. Like, yeah. And that's also really hard for your friends to, like, try to support you and also say, like, I don't think this is it. Because, like, depending on how close of a friend it is, which obviously he has close friends in his life, but it's, like, how am I that person to say that to you? But whereas he had, like, very clear evidence that he was cheating on her and he was, like, I have to tell her. Like, Yeah. That... Okay, their whole thing really – Jennifer Garner and Patrick Dempsey's thing confused me. So she didn't end up getting on the plane. She didn't go. I will say that confused me as every time I watched it as well. And this time I was like trying to figure it out because I, I would always forget, did she get on the plane? But I remember the scene where she goes to the hospital and she asks the nurse's station. And – I could never figure it out until this watch. I was paying so much attention because I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I love this. Thank you. While she's there, there's an overcom, like intercom voice in the background of the hospital saying such and such Los Angeles hospital. Mm. And I was like, oh, she is still in LA. Yeah. Well, because she also then calls the friend, uh, Jessica Beale, mm -hmm. and says, I'm still here. I'm going to be able to make it. Or, or like, you know, after. Or, or whatever. Like she after calls her? She, she leaves with like a message. Mm. Um, I don't... I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying, I don't know if it's before the hospital scene or after mm. or after the restaurant scene, but it's somewhere around there. Honestly, I got to tell you, Jennifer Garner's character in this movie is so interesting because she's just like... She's a grade school teacher. She's cute. She's sweet, but she's also like having hot sex with this hot doctor. And it's like this whole thing. And I'm just like, okay, she's like cute and she's like, she's friendly with this Ashton Kutcher guy. Like she's cute. Yeah. And then she goes to the restaurant and she pulls this off and I'm like, she is a badass. That was iconic. If I'm ever cheated on, I want to do that exactly right there. Like I loved everything about it. Iconic. Cinema. Yeah. One of the best, best scene. <laughs> best scene in the whole movie. Cinema. She says, what did she say? The chef's special is, um... What does she like call it? Like lying, cheating pig or something? Yeah, the lying, stinking pig. Yeah. And she cru he crushes she up, the, up testicles the testicles and just and mashes it in there. Shoves it up, for lack of a better word. Well, <laughs> yeah, honestly, that was so great. Like, I don't know. Patrick, like I said, there's really good actors in this movie that sell this story. As, like, as like cheesy and like poorly rated this movie is, these actors can sell this story and Patrick Dempsey is one of them like even in that scene like when he's taking his drink in Caesar and like chokes and he's like oh fuck like uh, and he's so good in that missed opportunity to not make him a neurosurgeon yeah you're gonna make him a heart surgeon please so just fully lean in if you're gonna make him a doctor like just go with the the full joke yeah here, okay <laughs> which speaking of there were a lot of things that were on the nose which was so much fun um so like Taylor Lautner he was like I'm a little uncomfortable taking my shirt off in public <laughs> <laughs> and then Taylor Swift literally had the 13 on her hand. My lucky number, all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then um, Julia Roberts in the blooper reel. She was like, she was in the car. And which Rodeo I Drive. love a blooper reel, like iconic, such a 2010, yep. 2010 rom-com. So good. And the driver is like, have you ever been in Rodeo Drive? She's like, I did once. Big mistake. Huge. Huge. 
iconic. Look, the one thing I remember from this movie, to my deathbed, I remember this. I was watching this with my mom for the first time, and we were watching that that blooper reel. And I don't think I'd watched Pretty Woman yet, mm. like in 2010 when I watched this. And my mom started Cracking. crying, yep. laughing, mm-hmm. cr- like cracking up. And she was like, you don't get it? And I was like, <laughs> like whatever. And she was like, Pretty Woman. Like she went sent there and they tried to kick her out. And I was like, I, you know, whatever. But now that I have obviously seen Pretty Woman, iconic. Like that's iconic. so funny. And also speaking of Julia Roberts, we were watching this and like I liked her role in this, like her little banter with Bradley Cooper was so much fun but then towards the end I kind of forget what he says I think they were joking about the flight attendant that was attracted to him and I forget what the joke was but basically Julia Roberts laughs and I was like oh my god it's not a rom-com without a Julia Roberts laugh like that just made the movie for me I loved it so much I love her so much I do too yeah I, I honestly I don't think I ever realized until this watch that Julia Roberts and Emma Roberts are both in this. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't think they've done a movie together. Other than well, they like, weren't in a scene together, so. I, it's true. But still, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I just, like, have so... There's so many things about this movie that I'm like, okay, this was so fun. I love how they tied all these characters together. But then there's other storylines where I'm like, you're telling me Julia Roberts' character is going to get come home for 24 hours on Valentine's Day? What? Like, not his birthday? I know. Like, it just, that was, like, weird. And she didn't get home until the night. So her her flight was the next day. Yeah. He was in, like, it just, I, <laughs> it didn't sell it for me. I was like, this was just dumb. Like, I didn't love that. What else? Oh, I, Jessica Beale's character was so anti-Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And it was just giving the, the stigma that, like, you're not happy if you're not in a relationship. And I hated it. It was ugly to watch. And like, it was, her party was giving Galentine's Day before we like started Galentine's. But it wasn't pro love with your girlfriends. It was like anti everyone in love. And I just like, I was icky about it. I just like. Ugh, I just like forget 2010 vibes and I every time I watched this I was so I was young and I just never really read it too much into it and now that I'm like the same age as probably like her character is I'm just like this why are you acting like this yeah. like grow up like be a strong woman like stop <laughs> crying like I just no. yeah because like she's having a meltdown and he's like what's wrong and she's like oh nobody rsvp'd which again like what are we doing like whining over rsvps and she was like oh no like i just think i'm the only single person or i'm the only person that has nobody to spend this day with yeah and it was just it was a lot it yeah i didn't really like her storyline except i did really like jamie fox's character yeah he's so funny in so this funny. movie like all the little things about him being a sports reporter and then Kathy Bates is like, I need happy, I need romantic, I need love, and I need it from you. And he goes, you need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then when he shows up at Jessica Biel's party and uh, Jennifer Garner is like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I'm Kara's date. Ah! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, good. if it wasn't an anti-Valentine's Day theme or like even if it was, whatever, if a man shows up and says, oh, I'm her date. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, you're my date. Yeah, you are. Sit your ass down. The thing that I will say, again, touching on what you said about being great actors, is Patrick Dempsey. I hated him in this role. I was like, you're a lying, cheating piece of shit. Like, smug (laughs) bastard. Like, just, ugh. Watching him put his wedding ring back on, I physically gagged. Him in the flower shop being like, I thought we had an understanding. understanding. 
shut up. No. Stop. I know. Like, Good oh acting. my God. Yeah. This is not the Derek Shepard I know and love. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> my God, I can't. Okay, some other funny parts when Anne, ha- Anne Hathaway's character is like on the phone text line, which every scene that she's on the phone sex line is so funny to me and then she's like well my roommate just got home we could have a threesome and some random lady is like well if he says yes i'm gonna need a minute to change change yeah that was good god it's so funny i love the scene when queen latifah's character was like oh so-and-so's on the phone oh but it doesn't have a russian accent so maybe you want to pack that up and she was like i'm so sorry she's like i don't care just like make sure you answer my calls first yeah yeah (laughs) she's like you have a way with dirty words i like that Yeah, she was fun. Okay, let's talk, since we're on the subject, let's talk about her and Topher Grace. They were so cute, had such good chemistry. It was really fun seeing Anne Hathaway in like a sexy role and not like a girl next door role, Mm -hmm. which obviously like Catwoman, whatever. But then when they, when he walks out on her on the phone sex line and he's like so upset, which I don't know, it's really hard because like A, he's judging, B, it's like adjacent to sex work and C... Like, it is kind of hard because, like, maybe she could have told him and mm-hmm. just, like, framed it and, like, wrote her own narrative around mm-hmm. it. But then he handled it so poorly. So poorly. I think the only grace I will give him... Oh, wait. That's funny. Pun, <laughs> for grace. Pun not intended there. Okay, Bailey. I know. I see you. That was really unintended. But the only grace I would give him in the situation of being mad at her is the fact that she didn't tell him. Yeah. But to be mad at her for the job she has to do just to get paid and all this stuff, I'm just like, that's not your place to judge that. Yeah. Like, you can, because he made that joke, like or not a joke, but that dig of, he was like, oh, I'd say I'd call you, but I don't think I can afford you. Like, uh, uh, that immediately, like, she should not take him back. Do not take him no. back. Delete, block him. No. Like, we're done. If it wasn't such, like, a harsh dig... I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a solid line. For sure. Like, okay, comeback? Yeah. But this isn't the time for a comeback. No, especially with a girl that, like, you want to date and you're uh, just, yeah. like, s- bummed? Like, what? That, like, she's dirty talking like some strange... I just... I don't know. Like, yeah, like, he he didn't even... Especially after she explained it and he, like, still... I don't know. Just judge the fuck out of her. I did think it was kind of funny when they were at dinner and they were like, do you want the eight course forever love special? And he was like, do anything for like two weeks, but it looks promising. (laughs) Because literally, what do you do on Valentine's Day? Don't go out. Yeah. Like, don't. Like, don't make it a thing. Yeah. So funny. Okay. But then just to wrap up Anne Hathaway's storyline, like then he comes back to her apartment and he like apologizes or whatever. And she's like, sugar can't come to the phone right now and then she's like she's got to make love to her boyfriend on valentine's day i cringed i cringed so hard i've never cringed harder in my life i was like don't say that nope yeah nope this is the oh i didn't say this earlier but this is the the, back to the ashton kutcher storyline which it could tie in let's let's do edison's storyline the little kid Mm. there is no way in hell and patrick dempsey that you can walk in to an la flower boutique Day of Valentine's Day for a day of delivery. No. What are we doing? That's not not. how it works. That might have been how it works in 2010, though. I'm just saying, like, pre-apps and shit. See, I think less. I I, Like, well, maybe. Maybe pre-apps, sure. Because they couldn't pre-order stuff. Online order, yeah. But still. It's definitely available in 2010. But still, walking in the day of. But, like, flower shops have to pre-order flowers for the day. And they're going to sell out. Like, they're, like, that's absolutely not especially like 
for what it looked like to me, the biggest boutique in LA, like the biggest flower shop in LA. Yeah. Like that place was popping. Yeah. I'm like, you can't do that. Also, the owner would not be running deliveries that day. I can't. No. Um, Edison was cute, but I just can't get over like being in love with your teacher. Like, mm, let's not. I will say I did like the... This movie is a fun watch the first time you watch it to get all the surprises. Yeah, and figure out the connection. Yeah, because the reveal of who he was going to send the flowers to when he was going to the Indian restaurant and you thought it would be the girl in his class, yeah. but it was really the teacher, yeah. was so fun. And that like Emma Roberts, his nanny, was like there in the and parking lot and then her boyfriend was the delivery there. guy. Yeah. It, was really, it was really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then like, yeah, he only knew that she was there because... The girl who has a crush on him was like, oh, yeah, we have this, like, anti-Valentine's Day party. The connections are super fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's the whole, yeah, take Jennifer Garner, for example. And then, obviously, there's, like, Ashton Kutcher on that side. But then there's Jessica Biel. And then there's Jamie Foxx. And then from Jamie Foxx, it's, like, Eric Dane in the sports reporting. So then it's Queen Latifah and... And then Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's just it all ties in and then like Topher Grace meets um Hector Elizondo uh-huh. later at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery oh right right yeah for the ticket so yeah. like that's so cute yeah the connections are like honestly the best part yeah okay I want to talk about Taylor Swift <laughs> can't wait when a sentence I say every day uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love her okay this role makes me angry like i the fact that her name was felicia let's just start there (sighs) seriously yes this to cast her as a dumb blonde like obsessed teenager with boys and her boyfriend and just the concept of love and to not have any other thoughts of her own anywhere else in the world other than her boyfriend horrendous disgusting yeah i'm angry yeah and i'm angry that she took the role and my only assumption of why she did is she felt like she had to in that point in her career but Hmm. i feel like if anything it did i mean she's doing fine right now yeah but i think if anything it did her career worse because i think it it full sent what everyone already thought of her at the time. Everyone thought that's who she was. She was just a little girl with curly blonde hair that loves her boyfriend and dates so many people mm. and writes songs about them. And I just think that full sent it. Like, mm. I think people thought that was her. And it just, like, ugh, it makes me so angry. I know. She's so young, though. So young. I feel like I get it. I, well, knowing who we know Taylor to be now... I took it as, like, a joke. The whole thing was so satirical on that girl. For sure. On that girl that's obsessed with her boyfriend. And I feel like she even knew that. I don't know that she took it as a joke. Like, I think that, you know, she's done auditions. She's auditioned for Les Mis. She did Cats. Like, she's tried to get some more acting roles. And so I think that she wanted to take this part as, like, fun, but also as, like, experience. And she did. And that's so much fun. I would like to blame almost all of it on the writing. Like, I don't think any of it's her. I hate the fact that she carried that fucking teddy bear around. He delivers it to your door. You leave it inside, babe. 
he was, don't bring it to school even the way they wrote taylor lautner's character of like he was putting her down and judging her yeah he was like, like you're really gonna carry that around yeah i'm like you gave it to her it just i i hear what you say about the satirical the satirical aspect of it and that she was playing into like this is what you all think of me anyway it's giving like her slut song be like if you're gonna yeah. call me a slut i'm, I'm just gonna little, do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think that it was ahead of its time for her. I I just don't think it was received as a joke. I think yeah. people like because people people who don't know the like film industry like people think these are the like these are their the people like this is how they are. I just think it did more harm than good, honestly. Yeah. And I wish she never did it. <laughs> I She's really like, do. Walk it off, baby. The You're so hot. <laughs> I mean, like, watching it, I was like, this is so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny now. I just yeah. think it just was bad at the time. And I remember at the time, I was like, I was immediately like, a bad act? She's so bad at acting. And, like, I'm not saying she's good at acting by any means, but I don't think this character made her any better. No, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I think that she, respectfully, I love her. But I think that she can do these types of roles. And I think that she had fun with it. Like, let's just chalk it all up to that. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I did too. Now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. 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 Back then I was like, uh. Okay. Back to Ashton Kutcher a little bit. I want to talk about the Jessica Alba of it all. What did you think of the storyline? Like the way that he proposed. Because like literally let's get back to the order of my notes. Because these are the bullet points. Okay, yes, Gary Marshall. And I said, LA. And then I said, A, don't propose on Valentine's Day. B, quote, if you're ever with a girl that's too good for you, marry her with the barf emoji. Because what the hell is that? Nope. You're going to start off an engagement like that? Nope. Yeah. Um, Hated that. And then all of his friends were like, you're kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said yes? <laughs> like, that's awful. That's awful. I have, like, I agree. Yes, never propose to me on Valentine's Day. Also, never right in the morning. If I know anything about myself, and if anyone should know anything about me, wait at least a good 30 minutes from when I wake up before you talk to me. (laughs) I'm not a happy person. Like, don't. Mm -mm. And, yeah, that that quote was disgusting. But as far as Jessica Alba's character goes, she's, like, kind of – the feminist queen in this movie. Yeah. She was kind of the only strong female character that, or uh, there was a lot of them, like they were fine, but like she was the one that didn't prioritize a relationship or felt the need. Like, yes, she said yes initially, but she did have the guts to leave when she knew it wasn't right for her. Like even when she said the line, she was like, you know, the first person I called after you proposed, it was my office to confirm my 10 o'clock meeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, go off like working queen. And also like, this isn't the love of your life and that's yeah, fine. That's more how I took it is like, this just isn't the relationship. For yeah. You. But like I, everyone was so harsh on her and I, I, I get oh, it. I didn't think it was like her fault. Right. No, no, no. I, no, I mean like the characters, Oh, like George Lopez and Jennifer Garner and all of them. They were just like, really? Like she's not it. But like, it kind of seemed like they were putting her, her down about it. And it's just like, they're just not a right match. But like, you don't yeah. gotta beat her up about it. Like, she just has like different priorities than yeah. you. I did really like the line where he says, did you even consider marrying me? Yeah. And she's like, of course. But do you want a girl to just consider it? 
Or do you want her to just know? Yeah. Which is great. And like, I think that maybe if she wasn't just waking up, that she in that moment could have said like, actually, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like she said that she did consider it, but like she knows that that wasn't the right relationship, you know? And so, yeah, I agree. I mean, I didn't really see it as like a girl power thing. I, I just felt like she just knew that it wasn't the right relationship. Yeah. I mean, I don't think its intent was to be like a girl power move. I just think as I was sitting here thinking about this whole movie and it was when I was, when I was talking about Jessica Biel's character, I was like, is there a per like a female in this movie that Mm. isn't obsessed with a boy? Mm-hmm. she was the only one that's true and that's why i'm like she's the feminist character i'm like she yeah. is the person that prioritized herself before anything else mm-hmm. and it's just like it was it's all to do with the times i mean it was just a 2010 movie leaning into if you're not in love you're not happy and she she was just the one character that was fine without it yeah I also feel like similarly, I really liked when Emma Roberts' character was like, let's just wait. Yep. This Love feels that forced. Too. Let's, we shouldn't have to plan magic. Yeah. He's like, but we can make it happen. She's like, but you're making it happen. Yeah. Like, um, so I agree. I think as much as like we said up top that there absolutely could have been more queer storylines or more diverse storylines, it did do a good job of showing like a lot of different stages of love. Yeah. Like, there are the people that are forever single, and it's entirely possible that Jessica Biel and Jamie Foxx, like, yeah, they kiss once, and they're probably never going to go out. Like, mm-hmm. that happens all the time. Or, like, you've been married for so long, but there are, discre- like, indiscrepancies in your relationship, or you're young, and you're in that puppy love, or you're, like, 18, and you're kind of figuring it out, you yeah. know? Like, I did really enjoy, like, the different... Uh, variations of that for sure I wish there was a storyline of a woman who didn't want it like Mm -hmm. who like thought that it like or quote for lack of a better term didn't believe in love Mm. like I wish that was Jessica Biel's character or like they could have leaned into it with Queen Latifah a little bit more because Queen Latifah's character like didn't really have a love story at Mm -hmm. all she was kind of just there but she was like kind of like sexy and like fun at like the phone sex thing and so it's like if there was more time or maybe her storyline could have been more prevalent then maybe she's just like a sex positive single woman like yeah. she's not pining for it she's just like i got work to do like yeah. love that yeah yeah i agree but then i think they were able to i can't remember i think i've only seen new year's day like once or something I've seen that quite a few times but i think they <laughs> They added more different, like, storyline, like, love stories. Yeah, because it's not all about love. It's Some of them are about, like, getting your New Year's Eve kiss. And some of them are about, like... Been there. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both. Yeah, some of them are about, like, getting the New Year's Eve kiss. Some of them are about, like, family. Some of them are about, like... I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer's storyline is so cool. Um, Right. Because she was, like, this woman who worked in an office and she had this bucket list of stuff that she never did. And... Doesn't, like, Zac Efron take her? Yeah, Zac Efron takes her. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. Anyways, so, yeah, there's a lot of different storylines. I just want to hit on some of my favorite lines. Because, like, we didn't get much of, of uh, George Lopez. <laughs> but he had some funny lines here and there. And he was, like, Ashton Kutcher's friend. And... But we didn't get much of, like, his relationship other than this one scene where Ashton Kutcher's, like, kind of asking him about it. And he's mm-hmm. like, how do you... How do you guys, like, have it so together? And he's like, it's easy. 
I married my best friend. <sighs> goals. Which if you ask me about any relationship goals I have, it's marrying my best friend. Like yeah. that is what we want. And Ashton Kutcher doesn't get it because he went over just, he went like, he went for Jessica Alba, who's like so hot. And I'm sure he was like so into her. But he has, um, what's her name? I think her name is like Julia, like Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't get it. So he's like, I thought I was your best friend. Yeah. And George Lopez says it so simply. And he's like, yeah, you're my man. That's my lady. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Look, talk about Riz. George Lopez is That's what I'm it. saying. I was like, that's a man. Yeah. That's a man right there. And then, yeah, I think we touched on, well, uh, Bradley Cooper and Eric Dane, you touched on, like, I did find it, like, yeah, like, lame. Especially, it's hard with movies like this where... You know the actors so well. You know damn well those men are straight in real life, so it's not really believable. I'm not saying that they can't play a gay character, but also in representation, like let the gay character, like gay actors play a gay, a gay character. character. But I will say, if you haven't seen the movie before, and you're sitting there watching Bradley Cooper, right, like chat with Jenner, chat with Julia Roberts, and then Eric Dane is like kind of flirting with those girls on the beach or whatever, and then he says, "I'm gay. I'm gonna play." It is kind of a fun reveal to be like, oh, my God. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I just wish there was a kiss. Like, yeah. Just if you're going to go gay, lean in. Yeah. And they just didn't. They just, it, like, was giving, like, let me dip my toe in it, into it just to, like, please the people. And they even wrote themselves a cop out because when Bradley Cooper was chatting about his relationship on the plane, he was like, eh, kind of like it kind of just ended. So it's like, but then he like walks in his house like you still have a key, right? So well, and Eric Dane threw his toothbrush away in the beginning of the yeah. movie too. I just like it was so mediocre and bad. I just wish it wasn't even in it. Like it just yeah, it felt like the token twenty ten like throw a gay. It's like having a gay like side character, like yeah, a gay best friend. Gay best friend, yeah. Yeah, I and just for it to be like a star quarterback or something, it just was so. I will say though, that was very interesting because I think this was before the first few like openly gay professional footballers yeah. because that was like a big thing. I remember in like the mid 2010s of like locker room talk and like all the bullshit. Right. And so, like, I don't know, to have. That storyline was very interesting, but also like I love a sports movie. I love a sports agent. And he said, "I'm gay. I'm gonna play." And I'm like, "Baby, you don't have a team." Right. This whole conversation has been about the fact that you don't have a team. The one thing I I liked about his storyline was at that press conference after he made that big statement, and you know, shocked his PR person, and and everyone started raising their hands, and she called on Jamie Foxx's character, and the first thing he said had nothing to do with this huge announcement that yes. he was gay. It was like, so wait, I'm confused. Are you retiring or yeah. not? He's like, get to the sports. Yes. <laughs> so I liked that. I liked that they didn't try to lean in and be like homophobic. For sure. So I was happy about that. We got no homophobia in this movie. So great. Still, it was just such a mid storyline. That's yeah. again why I said like this story is so fun. Like the mm-hmm. concepts mm-hmm. that like they could so easily redo it today and have so much like room to play yeah it would be so fun 
but yeah I, a thing i thought when i was watching this i was like this is movie is giving like katherine heigl like it feels like a movie she'd be in 100 percent. well she was in she was in new year's, she's new. In new year's day i thought about that and i was like oh she's in the next one yeah yeah. Um, Ashton Kutcher is also in New Year's Eve, and I think Jessica Biel as well. Yeah. Leah Michelle's in New Year's Day. I know. Crazy. Also, Ludacris, my man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If Ludacris, okay, we're recording this pre Super Bowl. If Ludacris <gasps> does not come out on that stage on Sunday, right. I will throw a fit. Yeah. I'm not necessarily rooting for Bieber. I'm just saying Usher does need, not need. Oh, Bieber. But, like, would. I think we all need the audience needs an iconic guest. Luda. My vote, my money is on either Luda or Biebs. Yo, yeah, oh Biebs will break the internet. I think. Yeah, I like I I don't care for Biebs. Yeah, but thirteen year old Jessica did love Baby featuring Ludacris, and then um, what was it? Oh, is it? Oh my, it's not. Oh my gosh, what's the Usher song? Boyfriend. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I didn't love Biebs that much. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Ludacris is in uh, New Year's Eve. Zac Efron, the actual Bon Jovi. Oh yeah. Okay, well, so speaking of Valentine's Day, what I mean, we're both single galleys, girlies. Just tell the internet, Bailey. Thank you so much. Well, like they didn't know already. <laughs> um, what's your like ideal like Valentine's Day? Like, what do you like to do? Girl, I've never had a Valentine. No, I mean like for you, like oh, it, like the way I gotta you go to work. It. I like, don't know. Like your evening. I mean, I know we're hanging out this year. Mm-hmm. I think we hung out last year too. What did we do last year? Didn't we go to that like wine bar? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. Oh my God. We literally went on a date last year. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, fun. Honestly. Yeah. Like let's have a drink. Like Should let's go, go out. out. Like I like, I'm not really the type to like wallow in my self pity of being single, but it's an excuse to like see your girlfriends to do something fun. Like I'm yeah. kind of whatever about it. What about you? Yeah, I like to either, like, get together with some girlfriends, or before I started doing that, I would, like, make myself a nice dinner, have a nice glass of wine, and I would watch When Harry Met Sally. Nice. When Harry Met Sally is my go-to, like, Valentine's Day uh, movie. I don't know why. It just makes me happy. I love that. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't don't really wallow. I'm not much of a wallower Mm -hmm. about it, because I'm like, calm down. I'll just watch... A movie I really like <laughs> yeah. about love because like I'll celebrate love I don't care yeah that was the other thing I hated about the fucking anti-valentine's day thing that she was just so angry and mad at everyone in love and I'm like just relax yeah I don't know maybe that's just me though <laughs> I think it set up the good like the fact that there was a pinata there for Jennifer Garner to smash that was good yeah like that I feel like it set up for that and it was kind of fun and funny and Jamie Foxx is like, at first I was afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I just think I've never been one to like hate on A, being single myself, B, other people in love, C, Valentine's in general. Like I said, I've never had a Valentine. So like it's, it's just another day. I was single yesterday. I'll be single tomorrow. Yeah. Like who's the world to tell me that I should feel bad about that? Right. No. Also, most couples that I talk to don't even go out on Valentine's Day because it's so like overcrowded. They're just like, no, I'm supposed yeah. to stay home. Like, calm down. Valentine. Like, it's just like unimportant to me. Like, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Yeah. It's just another day. Yeah, I've always been very whatever about it. You were telling me that you used to get like a Valentine's basket and like oh, yeah, cute celebratory me, stuff. Yeah. No, we. Ne- I never acknowledged it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's just been whatever. Yeah. That's not to say, like, I will be celebrating Valentine's Day when I am in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's fun. 
I love a good holiday. I love a good theme. Let me like dress cute, you know, <laughs> but I'm not going to hate on it while I'm single. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like if I was in a relationship, I will absolutely take the excuse to like get flowers and chocolate or whatever mm-hmm. and like celebrate. But for now, it's fine. It's a good time. We're going to have a few like Galentine's vibes yep. this weekend. Like I said, we're recording this pre-Super Bowl. So Taylor and Travis will be very much in love on Sunday. Love it. Depending on the result of the game. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I hope everybody out there watches your favorite rom-com. Let us know what that is. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. Um, I don't know what we're talking about next week. Do I? Are we talking about Madam Web? I think so. Hell yeah. I got there. Yeah. I forgot about that. Go to Johnson. She's looking Ooh. hot in this movie. I'm excited. And Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. Oh, I watched her on Hot Ones. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Oh, cute. Okay. Good. Okay, so we'll see you next week for that. Bye.